0: The show is dedicated to helping you strengthen your family tree and live financially free. Thanks for being here today, everybody. This week on the podcast, we're talking about protecting our families. What we can do to ensure our families are taken care of just in case tragedy might strike. Last month, I had a chance to speak with Jeremy Hallett, who's the founder of Quotacy. We met at a dinner of family-focused financial professionals in Dallas at FinCon. It was awesome, man. I mean, seriously, I was surrounded by all of my people. Super cool. Jeremy and I chatted about his company, Quotacy, being a new hassle-free resource for life insurance. He and his co-founder, Abby, let me know that their big goal is to protect one million families by getting them hooked up with affordable term life insurance. Evidently, there are tens of millions of people who want to buy life insurance, but the old-school sales process that's out there is just so freaking complicated that people have just given up. Jeremy and Quotacy are now on a mission to break down the complications, remove the uncomfortable, icky sales process, and keep the communication process simple. After our chat with Jeremy, we're going to be highlighting another Money Master of the Week. But first up, let's learn how we can easily protect our families today with the founder of Quotacy, Jeremy Hallett. How's it going, Jeremy? It's going great, Andy. How's it going for you? Uh, Life is good, man. I am... uh... Excited for our conversation today. We're talking about something very, very important for families uh, to protect them, to make sure that all the hard work that everybody's putting into that family is protected. And yeah, today we're talking about term life insurance. So thanks so much for joining me and jumping into the topic. I wanted to ask you to start off, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and the, the company you work for.
1: As you said, my name is Jeremy Hallett. I, I work for Quotacy. That's Q-U-O-T-A-C-Y. Uh, if I told you something about myself, I'd, I'd say um, I'm a meditator. I sit every morning for between an hour and an hour and a half. Uh, I'm a musician, play the saxophone and the piano, and I don't get out as much anymore just because I spend so much time in the office, but I do get out a little bit and and I'd uh, say I'm a life insurance evangelical. I'm a huge believer in life insurance, and and we're out there to make a difference in people's lives with the product.
0: That's great. So I love that term, life insurance evangelical. So why are you personally so <laughs> passionate about it, Jeremy?
1: Ah, oh, passion. You know, that's a great question. Um, honestly, Andy, all of us can be passionate about anything we believe in. Um so, you know, if you and I had been in New York this week, um, you know, we could have strapped on our running shoes or gotten on our bike and and we could have never come home. Right. So yeah. we could have woke up as a normal day and just it just would have ended. So every single day we have in this life is precious. And uh, whatever we choose to do can actually be completely full of passion. Now, there there are some people, right, that don't have a choice about what they do. That's completely different. But if we have that opportunity to choose, then choose what makes us happy. Choose to be happy. So um, so I choose to work with passion, and I choose to make a difference. And um, I believe in the good that life insurance does for families and businesses.
0: How how long has uh, your business, our Quotacy, been around, and, and how long have you been helping people in this fashion?
1: Sure. So Quotacy's been around for three years, I guess, is probably where we're at at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we launched in July of 2014. I'd call that our gestation period, though. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was actually Valentine's Day in 2015. Someone I'll always uh, bless and pray for was a lady who was a journalist at Barron's Magazine, or Barron's found us and wrote up a little uh, snippet about Quotacy and you know that was kind of our launch point. That was when everything began. So it was a Valentine's Day morning. Morning of a Valentine's Day. That was a really uh, enjoyable day. That's great. That's that great. That was about three years ago. So
0: you were you were in love with that article, uh, we'll say, for Valentine's Day.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, I was. <laughs> I'm still a little bit in love with it. You you always remember your first love, right? That's and right. That's uh, right. But but just <laughs> but. Quotacy actually, you know, we're an offshoot of a company that's been around for 25 years, which is. Hallett Financial, which is what my dad started. So, you know, I can say we're three years, but we've got. Well, I have 20 years in the industry, and our company's 25 years old.
0: Well, that's cool. So there's a there's a little family background there. Tell me about that. So your 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 dad started Hallett Financial, then.
1: My dad started Hallett Financial. You know, I I I grew up in the life insurance industry uh, with my dad being an agent for Lutheran Brotherhood. Um, so that's uh, they're now thriving. but. So my dad was a life insurance agent, so I watched him trudge off. I saw him with, uh, you know, evening meetings. That's when a lot of people would had the time to actually sit down with a life insurance agent. I got to see how living on commissions is difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I I, I got that feeling that sometimes you might be compelled to make a sale that you don't always completely believe in. And um, that was where my dad grew up. So, um, yeah, but then he... He decided he didn't like that anymore, and he started a uh, wholesaling company, which is Hallett Financial, which Hallett Financial supports financial planners and insurance agents. And that's that's where I got into the business, was in this service organization, working as a go-between between between the insurance companies and having underwriters on staff and case managers and helping these insurance agents take best care of their clients. So yeah, it's a family business. My brother's in the business as well. Ryan, he's absolutely amazing. Sometimes we say, um, I like to say, I talk for a living and Ryan works for a living. But, um, <laughs> you know. I feel you there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, so you, you mentioned something in that story there. You said that um, when your dad was in the business, sometimes he, or or in, in the industry, people had to make a sale that maybe they didn't feel that comfortable with based on the commission structure. you got to feed your family, right? How has that mm-hmm. influenced you? Things with you and your business and Quotacy.
1: Sure. So I I don't like that. I don't. It doesn't feel right. It's the industry's fault. It's not the agents. And and the most successful insurance agents out there, kind of, they get beyond that stage. But in the beginning, that first five or ten years, it's very difficult. So. You know, you have a mortgage, you have to get diapers on your kid, and I mean, there's just so much going on, so that's where you chase it. Um, mm-hmm. We've had the opportunity here, and it's influenced me to say, let's not let's not make commissions be part of the sale. Now, the carriers pay the company on commission, mm-hmm. but all of our licensed agents, everyone on my team here, um, they're paid a salary. You know, if we have a good year, they get a bonus, but it's not it's not based on their individual sales. So it's really influenced me to say life insurance should be a service uh, when you're buying well, any product, you know, i I want to buy from the blue shirt at at Best Buy, right, who I know isn't getting a commission on my sale, but mm-hmm. is there to truly help me understand all the ins and outs of the different products or uh, options that are available to me.
0: So that's how you've set up the structure at the company, so these individuals are more. Set up as advocates for your clients, as opposed to right. salespeople.
1: Exactly right. They're they're advocates. They're they're there to really hold the hand of the consumer throughout the process, rather than sell them something. We've got a saying in here. We um, it's something my push, but a hundred thousand dollars of life insurance is a million times better than none. Yeah. So our goal <laughs> is our goal with people is to, now our average face amounts over half a million dollars. So mm-hmm. most people buy more than a hundred, but A hundred's fine. It's better, you know, it's a million times better than none. So our goal within here, our purpose, is saving families. And the way we can do that is making sure that at least some coverage is in place. Um, Limra, there's this company called Limra. They're an organization that studies the life insurance industry and calls people and does surveys. And something like 17 million people are stuck in the buying process. And normally they're stuck in the process because they didn't like some of the old school ways that life insurance is sometimes still has to be done. Or there was a pushy salesperson and they got turned off. Or, I mean, and I, we're just doing our best to overcome those hurdles so that we can truly protect as many families as we can.
0: Talk to me about some of those old school tactics that might turn people off that, that, that obviously you guys are moving away from.
1: Sure. So, um, Well, high pressure sales. Let's let's leave that. I think we all have been in a high pressure sales scenario at some point in our life. That's that's one of the big ones. So you know, hey, um, let me clean one, you know, part of your carpet and uh, you know, and sell you a vacuum cleaner, right? I mean, (laughs) someone's maybe (laughs) knocked on your door. But but let's leave those aside. Uh, In America, we actually have the cheapest life insurance rates of anywhere in the entire world. Uh, and part of the reason for that is the extreme competitive nature of our capitalistic society We're just we're competitive and we're capitalists which I'm a capitalist I, 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 that's great so from a competitive scenario insurance companies wanted to be the best price and to be the best price part of that came into well hey if I can get your blood Andy and I can have you pee in a cup and I can order up all your medical records I can do a much better, job actuarially pricing you for your life insurance coverage. So we've created this behemoth uh, in our country of getting lower and lower prices, which I actually believe is really good for the, for everyone. Mm-hmm. Having the lowest price is great. Um, but it sometimes, you know, not everyone wants to get stuck with a needle or not everyone wants to wait while their doctors send their medical records over to you.
0: So, what are the things that you've changed in your business to make that process um, less old school, more seamless, and more customer friendly?
1: Sure. So so well, first, we still end up using working with a whole bunch of carriers that use those that old school way, although the insurance companies are moving more and more towards something called predictive analytics or. You know, we might call it artificial intelligence to look at your credit attributes and score you based on how long have you lived in your home and what's the value of your home and what's your credit score and all those types of things. Um, What we've done is tried to make it as easy as possible, even, you know, if a family only has $30 a month to spend on life insurance or to put into a life insurance plan. Uh, what's, what's amazing is that $30 a month with a super easy, Hey, I can just get this done with the snap of a finger, you know, might buy a hundred thousand or 150,000 with an easy way to do it, but maybe a $400,000 benefit for a healthier person who is willing to at least have a paramedical show up at their office and give them a blood draw. So when we can, we're using the predictive analytics, which the client will go right through, which is amazing. Um sunset, all, that, that's that, all
0: online, Jeremy, just to predict analytics through? Okay, go ahead.
1: Yep. Mm-hmm. It's all online, sure. So, you know, you'll take an application. That's a phone call. Um, but after the application is taken, the insurance companies will order up a whole bunch of data. They'll put their data through their black box and their black box and says, hey, Andy's going right through. Or it says Andy's not going to go right through. But my purpose is to make sure your family's protected and to get you the best, you know, bang for your buck, if mm-hmm. you will, right? So... If you are one of those that says, hey, we have to have an exam, what we've done is try to make it as easy as possible. So it's not high pressure. We'll send an examiner to you at your office or at your house at your time of choosing. We'll, we, we manage that whole process to make sure that it's as least and you know cumbersome as possible for you to make sure that we can get the most benefit for your dollar. Mm. Um, so we, we use both depending on, frankly, the health and the credit of the you know and the amount of uh, benefit the the individuals buying
0: okay great well it sounds like a great culture and a great mission that you guys have i I love love the life insurance evangelist that's fun so we're going to keep putting you in that spotlight as the life insurance evangelist here and we're going to talk about life insurance right now why why do people need this why do people need life insurance
1: well, how about this? Insurance is boring. Do you think insurance is exciting, Andy? <laughs> Most people think it's boring. I I, um, I think
0: it's exciting for the benefits that it can provide. Yes, it's it's a boring <laughs> word and it's yes. a boring concept, but yeah. man, I, I think if you can put it into put it into the reality of what it can do for somebody and their and protection of their family, it it's not boring to me, I guess. I'll we'll say that.
1: <laughs> uh-huh. This as well. And it's not boring to me either, but when I look at that, it's, you know, insurance and it also kind of life insurance or actually all insurance sometimes feels like a tax, right? It feels like we're burning this money that we're never, you know, we're never going to see again and we're doing it for no reason. And then something happens and we needed it, right? Mm -hmm. Something happens and we're joyful or we're at least relieved that the coverage is in place. We get in an accident, you know, why auto insurance? We get in accidents covered. Why health insurance? We're sick and we can actually go to the doctor and we, you know, we're not going to go bankrupt because something went wrong um, with us or homeowners. i mean, I, I had a flood in my house from a pipe that broke and I was, I mean, I don't know where I would have got the money to pay for it. It was a, you know, it was a five digit expense, right? So, so insurance is, it's, This thing we do until we need it. And um, for life insurance, which obviously what you would ask, but, you know, there's only this small percentage of people who are going to die between the ages of 25 and 55, right? So Mm -hmm. after 55, that mortality pace starts to accelerate. But um, Andy, if your family makes $100,000 a year, you know, we'll just say for easy math, right, half it for 50, uh, you know, in 20 years... um, you guys would have brought in an income of $2 million, right? Mm-hmm. So most of us don't even have three months of income sitting in a savings account. We don't even have three months of it, let alone five years sitting in a bank account or 10 years out there in some savings account. So life insurance needs to be large to make up for that shortfall in income that a family will do, uh, or, or could need if something were to happen to them. Um, half a million dollars is a suitcase of money. I mean, if you really think about it, that's a lot of hundred dollar bills, right? (laughs) Um, But most people need like five to 10 times, you know, their income. That's kind of the general rule is pick five to 10 times your income as a number. So um, since that benefit is large, but the chance of tragedy is low, the price for coverage is actually very affordable. I mean, it's for most people, most millennials, most Xers, we're talking, thirty to fifty dollars a month on average so it's not that much but if you're one of those unlucky ones it's it's your family who's going to suffer i mean you're gone and i I don't know exactly what happens after you're gone and we don't need to get into a a spiritual (laughs) discussion but but if but if you're gone you're 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 gone your family's still here and life insurance is for the living right um Absolutely. Um, So why do you need it? You know, one of the biggest drivers of people, uh, things that drive people to buy life insurance are those that, that see what happens when a family in their relationship circle goes through the loss of a loved one. They see that family and they see not only the grief and the depression that follows, but they see either the financial hardship on one hand or they see the financial relief that the family received from having a life insurance policy. And in either of those circumstances, when you're looking at it from the outside in that that um, event drives people to go buy life insurance or at least buy low cost term insurance mm-hmm. and and it's a it's a big deal
0: absolutely you mentioned that age group of twenty five to fifty five where it's going to be you know somewhat of a rarity or you know a a shocking case where somebody might pass away um, We're yeah. we're talking about the time frame that it's, that it's best to have this, obviously, you know, it, you might probably get the best deal because of the insurance uh, opportunity at that point. When when, when do people need to sign up? When is the best time to do this? Is, is in your twenties too early? If I'm in my sixties, is it, is it useless? Like h- help us walk through who's the, the ideal candidate to start, start getting some life insurance for their family.
1: Oh, well, that's, um, you know, and you're, you, I hear that, quite often, Andy. Um, I I don't think it has anything to do with age. Uh, I will say, you know, when I was 26 years old, I was invincible. Um, So (laughs) no matter, you know, you're the invincible 26 year old, but it's not about age. It's actually, it's actually about where you're at in the circle of life. So if you have a family, you have a partner, you have a spouse and or children that depend upon you, you, you need life insurance to protect them if they depend upon your income or they depend upon your time, life insurance is really important for you to have. So if you're a 35 year old single dude and you know, you're know you just out there and you don't have anyone who depends upon your income, there's very little reason for you to have coverage. Mm-hmm. But if you're a 35 year old guy or gal who has you know, a family who depends upon them and you're either making an income or you're stay at home and you're adding a ton of value to your family, you need life insurance. So it's actually more about events. And you might be 60 years old and um, caring for your parents who are in their 80s. Um, You know, if something were to happen to you, what happens to your parents? So, I mean, there's a lot of reasons. It's just it really comes down to do others depend upon you? And if they do, and you need life insurance
0: that's a really good point you mentioned your income they depend on your income or your time like that's that's very that's that's a good point there because my wife uh, she doesn't currently work but oh my god if i lost my wife i couldn't imagine how our family would just be flipped upside down and the the financial value that she provides being a Caretaker, you know, helping our kids grow—that uh, would—that would have a big financial impact on our lives. So that's why we do have a term life policy for her as well. So it's not just the, you know, the person who's, you know, the the, the that's providing the income. It's also the the person that's providing value and time and their lives to help help everything continue to move as it is.
1: Yeah, and I mean, and, and she works. She just doesn't work outside the home, right? She doesn't she doesn't bring in income, but she. God, the value she's got to provide to your family is immense.
0: Absolutely, it, I always say just... that my wife has a much harder job than I do, and it is so true. And if gentlemen, if you ever want to uh, get a get some perspective for your stay at home wife, have her go on a week long vacation, and you stay at home with the kids, and man, you get a jolt of reality. Going going to your cushy office and check an email seems like a dream. <laughs> no, I love being with my kids. <laughs> so so anyway, um a little bit more on on the on the life insurance side here i think I think people get confused about the the products that they need to buy, right? You know, you get the pushy salesman or you know the the varying uh, varying levels of different products. you hear term life, you hear whole life what what is your business focus on? is there is there a focus specifically? Are you guys term versus whole and and, and I guess what what's the difference there to help people understand?
1: Sure. Well, we focus on term insurance, Andy. That's our main focus. Um, and the reason for that is, is cost, mainly. I mean, term insurance is really, really inexpensive for the amount of benefit that you can drive to your family if something happens to you. Um, term is cheaper. So all these families need cover, So coverage. So, you know, we, we'd rather see the families be adequately covered than, you know, writing a check to have an investment vehicle of some kind there are individuals who want a cash value plan as an investment vehicle. So that's, you know, then permanent insurance is okay. Uh, It's a very conservative whole life or or universal life is very conservative, but that conservative cash value sings to some people. But that being said, I, I see those products more as an add on that you're, doing more within your financial plan mm-hmm. than putting as insurance protection. And, and we're about insurance protection. Let's make sure the families are covered. So first and foremost, protect your family with a price that's affordable, and that's term insurance, right? I mean, it's just so cheap. So, and we believe most, if not all, people need term insurance in their portfolio when people depend upon them. So as for the difference, whole life or permanent insurance tends to be, it, it focuses on the cash value component. Hey, I have a savings. This is a value to me as the individual who's paying the premiums. I can go in and reach it and take it out. Whereas term insurance is really low cost. If something happens to be, my family is good. Hmm. And there's lots of choices of where to invest your money. There's nothing like term insurance for protecting your family if, if tragedy are, is to strike you hmm. and or if, strike them. If uh,
0: If somebody listening right now is already in a whole whole life policy what's the process for uh, I guess working with a company like yourselves or anybody to get out of that and then get into something like term if they're if they're finding the value after listening to this or reading other articles and, and finding that, that that makes more sense for them?
1: You know, if you've started putting money into a whole life plan, you may not want to. There's a reason you started putting it in at, at one point, Andy. So if you look at that cash value and the premiums you put in and there's surrender charges, they can grow, you know, better than what a savings account will be if you keep it for 10, 20 years. Mm-hmm. I would say not so much. How do you get out of the whole life? I would say, is your family adequately covered? I mean, mm-hmm. could you can you look, can, you know, when you wake up in the middle of the night after having a near car crash or whatever else we all have that kind of stuff happen every now and then you know are you gonna think i left my family you know uh with enough so that they're not financially strapped uh and if you're not you should be adding term insurance you know you're getting as much coverage as you can or you think you should have with term insurance Hmm. um and that's it's i don't know if it's about replacing out that whole life the thing you can do with term insurance though is there are low-cost providers of term insurance, and there are higher-costed providers of term insurance. Uh, we only work with the lower-cost ones, high-quality product, um, carriers that have been around since the Civil War. I mean, it's insane how long these companies have been working. And you know, convertible products, A-plus companies—they've been around. They pay. They always pay. Uh, you can save money. I would say it's not the whole life. It's that if you own term insurance right now, go price yourself. I mean. Uh, You know, if you can save 10, 15, 20, $30 a month or more, you know, what could you do with that money, you know, besides go out to lunch? I mean, where could you put that to drive a better financial future for yourself?
0: Hey, everyone, all this talk about protecting our families with term life insurance encouraged me to bring up another excellent and easy way to keep our legacy safe. That's with a last will and testament. Nicole and I completed our will shortly after our little girl, Zoe, was born. Much to our surprise, we were able to crank it out in just a few hours on a weekend. To save you some time and money, I put together a free six-step guide to completing your will at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash createawill. I took all of my learnings from that crash course weekend and put it into a little post for you guys to walk through and make it easy once your will is in place. You'll be able to rest easier. Trust me, I know that I did. Again, that's slash create a will. Are you looking for someone to walk alongside you on your journey to family financial independence? Well, I would love to help you achieve your goals and help your family thrive. I work with couples, individuals, and families all around the U.S. via video chat and can assist in the following areas becoming debt free, growing your net worth, crafting and sticking to your budget All right, let's hop back into our conversation with Jeremy Hallett from Quotacy. You know, we're all about getting people to invest early cuz obviously compound interest helps a lot. Term life insurance is kind of the same way, right? The earlier you start, the healthier you are at the time, uh, the better rates you're going to get, right? Is that right?
1: It is, but here's the interesting thing. Most of the time, most of the pricing throughout your late 20s and probably through mid to late 30s it, the price difference isn't that much, Andy. It starts to call it 35, 37, The price starts to accelerate. Um, you can always take your age and add the term length on top of it. So if it's a thirty-year term and you're forty years old, that means it's going to cover you to your seventy. Hey, you know, you're starting to get into that zone where you know we we go right. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's starting to happen. Um, but if you're 30 years old and you're buying a 20-year term and it's only going to until you're age 50, the, the price difference isn't huge. So is it better to buy early? It is better to buy early. But the most important thing is if people depend upon you to make sure that you go get the coverage. And what's probably more important than the cost going up is we could be 32 years old, we're, you know, we have a fiance, but we haven't started our family. Um, I guess the the fear, this is one of the life insurance, when something life insurance agents will talk about with you is, you know, if you get diagnosed with MS or type 2 diabetes or something, well, we, and we can get coverage for people with MS or type 2 diabetes, but those the price goes up a lot. I mean, it might double or triple from what it would be while you were super healthy. Now, that's going from $30 a month to $100 a month. Mm-hmm. We're not talking a lot. But protecting your insurability is you never know – you know, if something's going to happen to you that may cause your price to spike. We can still get you coverage, but your price spikes. So then if you want to keep it affordable, we can still keep it affordable, but you have a lower benefit than if you had bought it while you were still healthy and younger.
0: That makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot of sense. Okay, well, uh, got got a good overview of term life insurance there. Uh, Let's just say the... A horrible thing happened. I'm going to use myself as an example. I'm driving around this weekend. I get in a car accident and uh, I, I don't make it. What's the process for my wife to collect at that point so she can be taken care of?
1: So upon the time of her getting a death certificate, uh, which will come from either the you know funeral home or, or the morgue, you know, depending on where everything goes down, The death certificate comes in and she either will come to a broker, which is what we do, you know, we're an agency. So we would help her through that process or you can go directly to your insurance company if you would like. Um, It always helps to have somebody hold your hand, but there's nothing wrong with going to the insurance company if that's what you choose. That death certificate gets there. She signs off, you know, there's like one piece of paperwork. It's not complicated. And she typically what the insurance companies do is give you a checkbook. Mm -hmm. so she would get it so let's just say you had a half a million dollar plan Andy Mm -hmm. she would get a checkbook with a balance of a half a million dollars in it and that money is sitting inside the insurance company and they're probably giving you two percent interest on that money or something I mean they actually give more than what your bank will but she'll have the right to write out of that checkbook to pay for any flowers or for the you know for anything to do with your funeral to take time off from work. Obviously for her, it would be to pay the mortgage and to keep everything going, up to and including writing a half million dollar check and going to her bank and just putting it all right into her bank. I mean, it's very flexible, it's really easy. There is some stress out there if you die within the first two years of buying your policy. That's called a contestability period. The insurance company will do a investigation typically before they write you the check, but normally if it's everything's kosher, you know, that'll delay it by a week or a week and a half. It's not a big deal. If it's not culture, it can take longer. After two years, it's, you know, the death certificate goes in and a checkbook comes out. It's pretty smooth. Okay. Um,
0: well, you, and you mentioned that you guys uh, serve as sort of that um, hand holding uh, partner throughout the process, too. You don't necessarily yeah. need to go to the insurance company. That That's just part of the service of working with Quotacy, then?
1: Yes. We're, we're, very happy to help people when they're at their time of most need so we'll we'll navigate all that along with you and make sure everything's there and everything's done correctly so that you can get that money as soon as possible
0: great excellent well well peace of mind everybody that's what we're looking for here so you guys can drive around and feel safe now now i'm gonna worry about driving in my car right now (laughs) hey i'll at least use my turn signal more right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, let's talk a little bit about uh, Quotacy and how the process works. I really enjoyed talking to you about the the nitty-gritty of term life insurance and why you think that makes sense for people. Uh, walk me through the process. So I, what, what do I do? I go to com, and then how does the process work? Walk me through it.
1: Sure. So if you come to com, you're helping us fulfill our mission. Our BHAG is to protect a million families. It's not to get rich or to sell off to a company we're, our our goal is a million families. So if you come and you work with us, you're helping us uh, on our march, Andy. Um, so what will happen is when you come to our our website, you would be able to run a quote for yourself. We have a, a very general quote, which is a sort of a range between best price and you know most expensive price, depending on your health, lifestyle, circumstances. Uh, we narrow that down. You'd go through a couple. Ask, we'd ask you a couple more questions. This is all done anonymously because. Who wants your phone to blow up when you are just doing some research? Um, So anonymously, you can go through. You give us your height, weight, your family history. Family history is something the insurance companies can use or do use because they can't use genetic testing today. I'm sure they'd love to, but our government says no. So I I guess some regulations are good, right? Um, So after you go through that, we'll show you a whole bunch of carriers. You choose a carrier and you apply. When you apply, so let's just say you applied with uh, prudential Prudential. Um, you come through, we'll ask you a bunch of lifestyle questions. This is all done online. We'll ask you health questions and it'll come to us. If you say yes to any of those answers or where things are at, if you say no to everything, you're probably going to come back exactly at the price we showed you, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you say yes, I've got diabetes or I have some heart, you know, issues, or I had cancer five years ago or anything like this. What happens is, and this is what's been a, a, a strength of ours, is because we have Hallett, I have underwriters on staff, and, and what they'll do is look over your application and say, Well, actually, Andy, because you've have this history, we actually should be moving you to a different carrier. We're gonna you know, John Hancock's the right insurance company for you based on the information you gave us. Here's your price. Um, to the best of our information, we're not we're we're big on try, you know doing our best to not be bait and switch. We try to put all information. The more transparent you are, the more transparent we can be with you about pricing. And we choose the right company for you. If there's a health issue, otherwise our team would reach out and you could um, we'll work with you mostly by email and text. Um, we might call to tell you there's an email there. Sometimes things get stuck in junk mail, but we're not calling to sell you. We're just calling to let you know we're here. Uh, if you want to talk through something, you'd call in, and then what we do is uh, we we work with you throughout the process. Whether it's really simple um, and it just goes right through with that predictive analytics type scenario, or if you need an exam, we'll help you schedule that. Um, there'll be a phone call to take an application, which takes about 20 to 30 minutes, um, and then we just keep you informed throughout the whole the whole way. And so we just just kind of. Nudge you along throughout the process to make sure that your family gets covered.
0: That's great. So uh, I'm, let's just say I'm a, a average person that doesn't have a lot of health issues. What's how long does this process take from from start on on the website to have an insurance in my hand?
1: So if you pick a carrier like uh, Legal and General America or United of Omaha, and your face amount is probably half a million dollars or less um that can be you can be covered in a week to 10 days typically um if you're you know if you're buying a three million dollar plan or you know you you put off your exam or the phone call you know that process may take more like four to six weeks so that's it's it's anywhere between one and i mean some of the people some sometimes it'll go out a little bit longer but the average for us is four weeks Mm -hmm. if we um for people who don't go through the easy process or okay. who, who get knocked out of that for some reason or another.
0: And you guys have just created yourselves as this millennial friendly company having to do everything online or through text.
1: I I think that's great. <laughs> <laughs> this is well and it's not just, you know, our average age is actually thirty eight years old. Yeah. Um, so so we have a lot of millennials and we have a lot of Xers. I know the millennials, I'm an Xer and and uh you millennials want to claim uh texting and email. I don't want a phone <laughs> call either man okay so, yeah. I, and I'm an extra i guess it, I guess <laughs> it's, it's like, less of uh
0: millennial and more of just the way people are communicating nowadays that's a better better trip that's a better way to do it absolutely you're right
1: yeah yeah, work with me the way I want to. don't force me into some old school thing you know
0: and don't sell me right
1: don't sell me that's no one likes high-pressure sales pitches. They feel icky. Yep.
0: Completely agree. Completely agree. All right, you heard it first, guys. Uh, the uh, the icky salesperson uh, is completely out <laughs> of this process. It is a uh, <sighs> mobile text-friendly way to get your life insurance in a quick, easy fashion and make sure you're protecting your family. That's really what this is all about. We want to make sure we're protecting families, and I really appreciate the mission you guys have of of reaching and helping oh, a million families. That's that's incredible. Congratulations on that mission, Jeremy.
1: Well thanks for helping us on our march. We're um and I'll be completely transparent. We're we're just about to cross the one percent of the way there, Andy. Excellent. So we're Excellent. stoked. Uh we only have we only have we only have ninety nine ninety nine more to go.
0: <laughs> well here's to two percent, my friend
1: <laughs> Very cool. Well, well so thanks uh, for helping us see Absolutely. Where's the best? So
0: best place for people to go to go to Quotacy is Quotacy.com. Is that correct?
1: That's correct. Q U O T A C Y dot com.
0: Excellent. I will put that in the show notes. And uh, thank you so much for your time today, Jeremy. I really appreciate it. And congratulations on this mission.
1: Thank you for on. Uh, thank you for everything. I really appreciate you, Andy.
0: It is so refreshing to hear that companies like Quotacy are taking the slimy sales process out of buying life insurance. When you're buying something to protect your family, the last thing you want is to be sold. You want a partner that's your advocate, someone that's holding your hand through the process and making it easy. Congratulations Jeremy on developing a company that puts the customer first instead of profit first. Those are the companies that always win in my book, for sure. I wanted to reiterate some takeaways from my chat with Jeremy. Number one, life insurance is for the living. I liked when he said that. That was very cool. If you have people in your life that depend on your income, you need term life insurance. It would already be a horrible situation for your family to lose you, but it would be multiplied if they did not have your income afterward. Number two, don't forget stay-at-home parents. Income aside, if your family depends on you and your time, you need life insurance as well. My wife is a stay-at-home mom, and we have life insurance for her as well. If she died, horrible, horrible, yes. I would uh, I definitely want to take some time off of work to be with the kids. I need money for that. I'd also need support with picking up and dropping off the kids at school and all of the other thousand other things that she does on a daily basis. This all costs money. So think about that as you are getting hooked up with life insurance. And then number three, the five to 10 times your income is a good quick rule of thumb. Let's say I make $100,000 a year, I'd get between 500,000 and a billion dollars in coverage. When you factor your current debt into the equation, that can slightly vary. So there are some handy calculators to make this process easier for you. I will post one of those in the show notes at marriagekidsmoney.com slash session 58. So those are my top three takeaways. Yes, insurance isn't the sexiest topic, but man, it is so important. Let's make sure we're protecting our families And if you just couldn't get some life insurance, it's definitely better than nothing. So if you don't want to pay for the million bucks or the $500,000, totally understandable. Get something though, please. (laughs) Now it's time to announce the Money Master of the Week. This story came in from Felicity, who blogs at Fetching Financial Freedom. Recently, she and her husband, Fergus, started a 20 thousand dollar donor advised fund to support the charities they love and trust. What a really incredible way to start off this season of giving. I've been thinking about this a lot lately because you know when things go well in your life you want to give back and this is a great way for people to do it. So I didn't really know a lot about donor advised funds until I received this happy tweet from Felicity but now I'm totally intrigued. Evidently They are one of the most tax advantageous ways to give to your favorite charities. So according to Fidelity, not Felicity, (laughs) according to Fidelity, your donation is invested based on your preferences, so it has the potential to grow tax-free while you're deciding which charities to support. Cool. Tax advantages and giving back. Nice work, Felicity. Their goal, Felicity and her husband, Fergus is to add another $20,000 of appreciated stock before the end of the year. Best of luck with your mission, Felicity, and thanks for the quick personal finance education lesson. That helped me a lot. (laughs) Outside of supporting charities she loves, Felicity is a personal finance blogger living in the Boston area with her husband and her awesome golden retriever, Fluffster. A lot of Fs in this family. (laughs) follow Felicity's journey to financial independence at fetchingfinancialfreedom.com. Congratulations on your recent win and for being our money master of the week. If you missed some of the resources and links mentioned in today's show, I've got you covered. Go to marriagekidsandmoney.com slash session 58 to check them out in the show notes. If you decide to get a quote through Quotacy for life insurance, please know that I do receive a commission from them. I met with Jeremy and his co-founder, Abby, in person after hearing their real live passion for helping families. I trust them. I trust their mission, and I feel confident that they'll take care of you. So I just want to let you guys all know that. If this is your first time listening to the Marriage, Kids, and Money podcast, be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Every Monday, we have a new show to kick off your week and help you focus on building wealth and protecting your family's future. In the spirit of growth and inspiration, I'm going to end the show with a quote today from Richard Cushing Always plan ahead. It wasn't raining when Noah built the ark. That's a good one. Today's the day to protect your family, everybody. Carpe diem.